Hi, this is Brooke DeVard from Naked Beauty. Are you tired of feeling housebound? I sure am. Break free with the new Unbound Cordless Auto Curler from Conair. It's a high-performance auto curler that's rechargeable and gives you up to 60 minutes of cord-free runtime. Just think of all of the incredible hair looks you can create in 60 minutes, unbound, away from your wall. Don't get tied down by cords. Love your look. Live unbound. Check it out at conair.com and search unbound. There are many different reasons why perhaps you might have to reschedule your wedding. We're going to take you through a list of exactly what to do so that you don't miss a beat. I'm Georgina Pryor. And I'm Ann Janderson. And we're both marriage celebrants here to help you even if things go wrong in the lead up to your big day. We're recording this podcast during what is a global pandemic. COVID-19 has taken over the world, which has really affected the wedding industry as well. And Georgina, your wedding, we don't know if it's going to go ahead yet in a couple of months or if you're going to have to reschedule. But you've gone through the process of starting to look at postponing. Yes, I have. I've gone through the process of looking at it. And as, you know, the news changes, sometimes I feel positive and sometimes I feel like, well, it's I'm definitely going to have to put that back update in and get ready. There's a whole heap of reasons too why you would have to reschedule. I recently had a couple who the groom was quite ill and they decided that perhaps it wasn't the right time to get married. They've rescheduled indefinitely. Yeah. So there's a whole stack of reasons and it's okay if you need to. It's totally okay and one of the things we're finding is it can be really overwhelming to just start. You're like, hang on, I've spent all this time and energy planning a wedding with all these minute little details, and now I have to shift the whole thing and move it. But I made it really complicated in my head, and what I've realised, it's actually quite simple. And I hope that we can, by the end of this, make it simple and easy for people and make them realise that it doesn't have to be as big and stressful as it feels. But I think the problem is, is not starting makes it very stressful. But once you kind of go along the line, you realise that it, it's quite straightforward. So where did you start? Firstly, Tim and I had a big chat about what time of year would suit us. Now, we had to keep in mind a few things. We aren't prepared to wait a year or 18 months or a lot longer past our date to have all of our suppliers line up. Is that because the excitement's there and you're ready to go now? Yeah, the excitement's there. We've got the money sitting there in the bank. I'm nervous I'm going to do something else with it. (laughs) And we're ready to go. That where our heads are in it. We realise that there's a few things we might have to compromise on. We might have to go in off-peak summer or winter, which is a big thing. And then we're also looking at weekdays. Yeah, I don't mind a weekday wedding. I find they're really fun. Yeah, everyone wants an excuse to take a day off work. Exactly. And then, of course, you've got to time it with your major life events, all the things that are going on in your world and and the people that are close to you. And don't forget about AFL and NRL grand finals. You don't want it to clash with that. State of origin. Oh, that's midweek. So if you've picked a midweek, please, I hope you don't pick State of Origin night. And even school holidays. It can be really expensive for your guests to travel during that time. Flights and accommodation are a lot more. And then also yours is on a long weekend, so you want it to be almost like the festival of Tim and Georgie. Wow. It's a nice way to think about Gee, it. it sounds so up ourselves, doesn't it? <laughs> we wanted to do a long weekend. It's highly unlikely that we could get anything like that if we want to do it sooner. However, if we were willing to wait a bit longer, yeah, we could have a long weekend. We, we just might 
have to be comfortable waiting maybe a year or two. And I guess too, you just got to change your expectations. That's kind of what you have to do when you're looking at new dates. And you will grieve that change of expectations. You'll go through everything from sadness and denial and then you'll come back at the end and you'll be like, right, this is life and I have accepted that this is what I'm doing. So, yeah, I've gone through that whole beautiful roller coaster. Came back to denial a few times, but <laughs> I think I think we're all good. Well, you might not even have to worry about it yet. Exactly. And that's something that I have to sit with too, that uncomfortable feeling of just the unknown. So when do you think you have to make the call? I think it's usually about two months out, isn't it? Tim is very keen to make it a few months out. I would like to make it four weeks out. I, I think that in four weeks, if everything remains as on track as it is, why couldn't we? Um, there's obviously the florist needs to order flowers, the caterer needs to order food, things like that. You don't want people putting the money in for something that generally just can't go ahead. But I think mine is four weeks because it's a pandemic. I guess in your situation, it is good because your suppliers are going to be a little bit more flexible with your contracts because we are in a pandemic and it's not your fault. You've got no control over it. Whereas, you know, if you're changing dates for other reasons, they might not be as flexible. So you will have to give them a little bit more time. Yeah. And and definitely talk to them about what works for them. So I think that's where we go to the next bit. You want to reach out to your suppliers one by one. It's such a big thing to go through this, but remember they're going through it too. So be interested in what's going on in their world. I know I had some, you know, beautiful two-way conversations with my suppliers that weren't just me talking about what I've booked and what's going on in my world. I talked to them about what's going on in theirs and we're all very open and it feels very comfortable that whatever direction we have to pull this, we can. I think you probably need to talk to your venue first. Is that what you did? Because the venue is the one that's staging this whole wedding and the party. So you need the venue. Yeah. The venue is your skeleton. So everything kind of fits around it and fits in it. Venue is big for me. Obviously, my celebrant's very important for me, Ange Anderson. <laughs> and of course, the photographer and the caterer. The caterer for us was the biggest expense. So the thing that we've put the most deposit on is obviously the thing that we want to be really supportive about and fitting that one in because I don't know if I can get that deposit back. So we want to try and make sure that we pick dates that fit them first and then hope that all our other suppliers can fit around it. So did you write a list of the suppliers that you're going to talk to in a particular order? Yes, I wrote a list and I wrote them in order and We had 10 major suppliers and we've got a few others because we've decided to DIY. You don't even think about what's involved in a wedding until you actually sit down and do it, hey? (laughs) A DIY wedding is great in principle when you don't have to reschedule it. Like when I don't have to think about changing it. Anyway, it so makes many me laugh. moving parts. Oh, I guess. so many moving parts. However, they're all kind of moving together because I wrote a list and I wrote the dates that suit Tim and I and a few of our important guests. And we went down the list one by one and I just ticked the dates that correlate with their availability. And it was amazing. There was two very clear dates that worked. Um, there was somewhere just one supplier wouldn't fit and. We've got to have individual conversations with that supplier and figure out what we can do. Obviously, everybody's different. Um, And I guess getting back to the contracts that you've signed with these suppliers, there's T's and C's involved in those. So you've got to make sure that you are going to get your money back or a large portion of it. Yeah. Or is it something that it's your caterer, but they can cater a birthday for something else? Or, you know, you might be able to find a, a way to adapt it. You can't make your photographer work, but do you want some beautiful family portraits? You might be able to find a way to still get your 
value for money, but not necessarily have them fit on your day too, which is a good idea. But I suppose once you've found the date that lines up, you'll look at your piece of paper, things will be very clear. It'll either be clear that you've got dates or a date or that you need to go back to square one and find new dates for even further down the track. So at this stage, were you having the conversations over the phone or were you emailing? I was doing it over the phone. I I love, I'm an auditory person, but I love to chat to people and hear their voice and they can understand your tone and where you're coming from. I think email, sometimes things get lost and something that could be approached very nicely might not come across the way that you expect. So I like to do it via phone and then check everything via email. I think that's a good point you raised because I actually like the idea, sometimes it can be really personal, but letting your vendors know why you are rescheduling. I mean, if it's not a pandemic, it's obviously going to be something quite big and they're probably going to be a little bit more flexible if you be honest with them and tell them how you feel and why this is happening. Yeah, and even a celebrant, for example, we're those people that know so many intimate, beautiful things about you and your relationship. Explaining to us how you feel should hopefully be something that you feel really comfortable doing because we're the person that's then going to tell your journey at your wedding day one day. So please, if, you, if you're if you worried about sharing, just know that we feel comfortable with it. So you're more than welcome to tell us what's really going on in your world. I guess then it'd be important. You've had that conversation. You've lined up all your vendors, you then have to confirm it with them. So I would personally do that in an email, an individual email, but confirming the date and perhaps even asking for a new contract. So you're getting that confirmation back from each supplier. Yes, this is a reschedule or a reschedule, as Angela says. <laughs> she says it properly. Now, if you are doing that, make sure you confirm the new date and cancel the old date. This is very important. You don't want someone turning up at the old date at the location and they're ready to take photos and there's no one there. That would be awkward. It, it, would, <laughs> it would be terribly awkward. And it's your fault because you haven't followed up to check that they've got it. You want to make sure there's a full paper trail that everybody's received your correspondence. And it's hard too because when you're rescheduling, you think that you're the only person dealing with this vendor, but they've got so many people on their books, no doubt, that they've got to keep on top of it all as well. Yeah, they're all balancing these dates and a lot of them as well have put in hypothetical dates to you that they've balanced and held there for a while waiting for you to reschedule too. So please be as open and transparent as you can and and let them know as soon as you can. Because sometimes other couples can come in and take those dates and then, you know, you're back to your drawing board. (laughs) You're back to your drawing board and you're back to waiting, you know, more than 12 months to, to get the next date that you really wanted. And particularly in my case, I'm ready to go. So you've told all your suppliers now. I guess the only people left to tell are your guests. Absolutely. And don't forget to tell your guests. The guests are very important. They play a very big role in your wedding. One thing that you said to me, Ange, which I totally slipped, is I have a wedding website. I've got to put some info on there. Yes, you've definitely <laughs> got to change the date on there because I have been to a wedding where some of the guests didn't show up because the date was different on the wedding website. Oh, my goodness. And you know what? I've had 130 guests like try to talk to me about it on the sly, like, oh, so um, how are you going with this? Putting it on the wedding website, even just a 
we're in a holding pattern, guys, on the website might actually give them a little bit more information and stop those annoying text messages. <laughs> <laughs> Got to understand it from their perspective, though. They're probably looking at, do we have to reschedule our accommodation? What about our flights? Yeah, yeah. if there's accommodation, if there's our babysitters, if there's anything, there's so many things that your guests are going through as well. And for them, if they're feeling stressed and rushed and bothered by it, it will show on the day and you really hope it doesn't, but sometimes that does happen, so make sure everybody knows what's going on. And just to recap, the checklist of what you need to do to reschedule your wedding. Discuss with your fiancé other dates that you feel comfortable with. Keep in mind school holidays, other major life events in not just your life but in the life of your relatives as well. And think of things like the NRL and AFL Grand Finals. You don't want people on their phones. Now, reach out to your suppliers one by one. Now, we recommend doing this via phone and it's best to follow up with them via email. They're getting a lot of people coming at them via email, via phone. So make sure you've got a paper trail. And I guess to list in order which of the suppliers mean the most to you and contact them first. Yeah, draw up a table and go through date by date and see who matches up to which date. Once you have found that there is a date that stands out, send a mass email confirming the new date and cancelling out the old date for all of the suppliers. Make sure that this is worded very clearly and ask for an email confirmation that they have received this. Anyone that hasn't confirmed, make sure that you follow this up with them because you don't want any mix-ups and it can also cost you a bit of money. And then, of course, tell your guests yet again. Cross-check with everybody. Make sure that they all know the new information. You don't want any guests coming up on the wrong weekend as well. And if you're ever having any issues that you want to discuss with other brides who could potentially be going through the same thing, feel free to join the Wedding Secrets Bride Tribe Facebook group. Yeah, come and join us. This is Kat. And Nat from the Mom Truth Podcast. Does your little one love Paw Patrol? What about dinosaurs? Well, the new season of Paw Patrol is here, and guess what? It's a dino rescue. I can't wait for my kid to watch each episode 10 times a night. All of your holiday and birthday gift shopping is pretty much done because, of course, there are a whole new batch of dino rescue toys. And for a limited time at Target, get 15% off the new Paw Patrol dino rescue toys with the code PAW15. Check it out. It's gonna be possum.